Hello and howdy everybody. Welcome back to another episode of your favorite daytime Hello nighttime. Hello and howdy. Yes, radio show. Hello and howdy. Oh, You're feeling wrong. very generous today. I'm extremely generous. My name's Eddie Milligan. Hello, and I am Moggs. And this is Slide Rock Radio. It is... Your favorite daytime, nighttime talk radio show out of Slide Rock, Colorado. Yeah. We're back. And... This is gonna be the... This episode will probably come out on the 30th, so uh, happy Halloween Eve. Happy Halloween! Go have fun. Go live it up. Don't fuck it up. Don't listen. Have a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Go wild. Get nasty. Go wild. Get nasty. Don't maybe uh... (laughs) Be responsible? (laughs) Be responsible. You never know. Be careful. Somebody might slip um gym song into your candy that's a joke that nobody's gonna get somebody might slip <laughs> um quaaludes into your candy Quail- fentanyl there we go fentanyl. what's the latest what's the drug scare right now what are we scared of what is the drug scare um it's gotta be fentanyl everybody's freaking scared of fentanyl yeah that's actually legit don't take pills that you don't know where they came from uh no that's true we're back and better than ever we're supercharged up for a great end of the month happy halloween extravaganza special where we we're are gonna do pretty much the same thing we always do because that's what we do every time we bring our a every time yeah you only get the best you only get the best, on most top tier performance of us. Yeah, which is about six jokes on average. <laughs> <laughs> six joke per click. Um. So yeah, count them off as we as we hit them in this episode. If you can get six jokes out of this episode, that means we're performing on par. <laughs> yeah, that means we're at average. Yeah. Uh, are you ready for some local news? I extremely am. I listen, uh, dude. I'm yeah. craving some locale news. So yeah, fucking starved. bad right now. I'm starved. starved. No, nothing news. has happened locally to me in so long. Yeah. Well, are you like opening a bag? What is going on over there? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I opened a bag. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. You got like. You're not supposed to McDonald's hear that. McDonald's or something? I was just, no, I was just checking to see if I had something. Anyway, go. Taco Bell? Is it dinner time? Are you it's eating on Bell. air? It's a Pop-Tart. Somebody gave me a Pop-Tart. Anyway, go for it. Oh. Well, how, what kind of, wait, what kind of Pop-Tart? I don't know, because I got it from my roommate because she didn't Mystery want Pop-Tart. it. Well, and that's the thing, is she was like, well, what kind is it? But I don't really eat Pop-Tarts very often, so I don't really know what kind it is. It's got like white frosting and like little speckles that I would say are like Fruit Loops covered, like colored, but they're not Fruit Loops. Like they just kind of oh. look like sprinkles. Is it like a but strawberry? They're, like, they got that kind of multicolored. But yeah, and then it's got the red on the inside. So maybe that's strawberry? 
I mean, what I don't know because like? I don't. It doesn't. It's a pop tart. Like it doesn't really. It tastes like sugar. Like it's like sugar. <laughs> I would guess. Stro- Hold on now. Okay, now I'm like actually wanting to figure this out. I'm gonna look up strawberry pop tart and see if this is. If the, if similar to what, what I'm eating. Doing. We just told people well, to not eat unidentified candies, and now you're eating an unidentified Pop-Tart. But I got it from a friend. It's not like they roofied it. Okay, yes, it is the... It's not the unfrosted one. It is the frosted one. It is the regular strawberry one. Which I have to say okay. I'm woefully disappointed with. It's, like, not a good experience to eat this. Yeah, I don't like the I strawberry Pop Tarts very much. Definitely more no. of a double fudge. Uh, I would not say like, that any of the Pop Tarts are particularly good. There's the double chocolate fudge Pop Tarts are good. good. The cinnamon That's one the is good. The, the cinnamon, cinnamon brown okay. sugar one is good. The cinnamon like one, one is like a seven out of ten for me. What are what are all the Pop Tart flavors? The Halloween ones are honest, fun. I only know the cinnamon, the chocolate, and the strawberry. I wasn't, see, I didn't even really think about the fact that there was, okay. Oh, oh, here we go. There's a billion varieties of them. So there's the blueberry. There are, (laughs) truly. There's the s'mores one. I've actually, I've had the s'mores one before. I thought that one was pretty good. Supposedly, there's a chocolate chip one. That, this can't be real. This can't be real. What? Somebody, there's a picture on here, and it says crush orange crush flavored pop tart that can't oh there's no oh, way no. <laughs> no. this has to be that's this has illegal. to be fake no this is illegal. not true somebody else posted in july of 2016 one that also says a and w root beer flavored and orange crush okay i'd this actually like believe a real that. picture though i'd believe a and w i would not believe orange crush Mostly because the idea of an orange Pop-Tart haunts me. Somebody also posted a tree bark one, but this one's definitely an edit. It's really funny. It says high in fiber on it. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually the tree bark Pop-Tart. Was that a meme at some point? Were people like making fake Pop-Tart flavors? I don't know why I feel like I remember that. This one also says soggy crackers flavored, and it has pictures of like soggy crackers and like goldfish on it. Nice. Well, it, welcome to Tart Cast. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I hate to inform you guys, but this is now a Pop Tart channel. This is yeah, we where we grade Pop Tarts by Tarts now. Flavor, appearance, and mouthfeel. This one just says crusty cement flavor. <laughs> Lacking in okay, flavor. Okay, this is a funny image. This is a funny great image. Great in appearance. Uh, Mouthfeel a bit hard. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. I don't... Is the orange crush... I have to look it up now. Is orange crush... It's a Pop-Tart full of cement. These are it's... funny. I don't know who was... This must have been like an era on the internet I just wasn't aware of, but a lot of these edits are so funny. Bleach. Oh my god. Clorox plop tart. <laughs> this This one is not edited well, but it looks funny. Okay. It's a funny thought. It's a it's New England clam chowder. 
<laughs> yeah, New England flame chatter. Oh man, uh, this one's divorce papers. Okay, all right, <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> what the? Another one says garlic bread. I, feel I like guess this is, this a step is back a, towards normalcy. This is a poor period on the internet that I just simply missed out on. I guess, but I, I'm sad. I have to look up. Is the Orange Crush Pop Tart real? Is Orange I Crush? I apologize Pop-Tart if there's real? weird noises in my background. There's a dog in here munching on uh, bones and such. Pop Tart, real. Pop Tart, <laughs> is it real? This week on Crypto, there's a lot of there's a lot of pictures of it. <laughs> yeah, this week on Cryptid Watch. This is the this is this is the Cryptid Watch of this week. Is this, what is orange? Yeah, okay. There's a review. Oh my gosh, wait, it's real. Yeah, I guess the Orange Crush ones are real at least. It says, "I can't believe I ate the whole thing." Written by <laughs> Junk Mail, May 11, 2016. Of course, this was a 2016 thing. He says that he drinks too much soda. Kellogg's recently announced that they completely forgot what is food and what is drink right after releasing the curious frosted pink lemonade Pop-Tarts. Interesting. What the? Okay, I chose to start with the Kellogg's frosted orange Pop-Tarts because fruit is good for you, I think. But I bit into the (laughs) Pop-Tarts and instantly regretted every decision I've ever made in the last year. You know how flat soda is terrible? So are Kellogg's Frosted Crush Orange Pop-Tarts. Oh my god, I hate these. <laughs> I like that Apparently they have the that it's fruit-flavored. <laughs> so about a Apparently diet it's... of Orange Crush. Like, trying to lose weight. I thought I was chewing on those sugared orange slice candies that I absolutely hate. Not the sweet jelly, sweet jelly slice ones, but these awful things. They sent a picture. Uh-oh. <laughs> what the? What a tangent. Interesting. Sorry. Yeah, this has been an absolute tangent. Can we get back to the? <laughs> this is local the news. Uh, batten down the hatches. It's uh, undead watch. We're looking out for the undead. Coming to your town. Oh. Soon. Specifically to this town. They're here. Watch out. They could be your friends. Shit, there's they undead in the slide rock? Yeah. We got a wow. bulletin from the mayor's office, from the state governor office. I'm so. Maybe I just need to participate in government more, but I am completely unaware of this bulletin. <laughs> what does it say? Uh, it says, and I quote uh, Civilians are to be warned that. The undead, uh, a possibility for an undead event has arisen in the town and municipality of Slide Rock, Colorado. The uh, local law enforcement is on high alert and citizens should be weary of any shuffling individuals, weird out of the normal things and such, unquote. <laughs> that was a stellar quote, my dude. 
Uh, I don't write that. I just that's <laughs> this is this is the. I mean, this is a news segment, but we are not the news. Uh, True. If you want good journalism, yes. Hit up. This is BBC not the or something for that. Yeah, BBC or something. But also, they don't report on things inside rock, so guess someone's gotta do it. Also, don't ask me where I got this official government bulletin. It's a secret. <laughs> Fascinating. Well, I guess we'll be on the lookout for some creepy, creepy deepies. Yeah. For some shuffling. I'm imagining movies. like a like a Michael Jackson um, thriller scenario. Sitch. Ah. Uh... Yeah, they start coming out of the ground and stuff. Did you ever watch that as a kid? Actually, of course the you did. Music it was the video? Michael Jackson thriller video. Yeah. Of course I watched the Michael But Jackson. like Yeah. Everybody did. I do you have like strong feelings about it? Uh Not a few weird question, but like <laughs> do I do. You have... <laughs> <laughs> um I, I don't think so. Not, not in particular. I mean, it's a music video from the eighties. Okay, so as I, I should explain my, my weird head for a second. To me, it's sort of like it's like a sacred thing a little bit because, like, yeah. as somebody who didn't grow up in a household that watched like spooky movies, like ever, mm-hmm. I think there was something about it to me that just felt like like this is the closest I'll get, you know. And there was something that I really appreciated about it mm-hmm. was that it was like a piece of horror media that was scary and it was scary. Yeah. And I had access to it and it wasn't like, you know, like weird for me to watch it. I see. I don't know. I think I saw it for the very first time in that school. Like, I think a teacher really? showed it to the class. Really? Yeah. I like have middle a school. kind of a... I have a funny, like, story. I, when I was growing up, my friend in the car had, like, I don't know why, but her mom would drive us around. And they had, like, a playlist, or I guess a CD, of, like, spooky noises. I wouldn't even call it, like, <laughs> yeah, like, music. Like, some of it had music. Like, it was a CD. It must have been, like, a kid's, like something because it was a cd and some of it was music but a lot of it was also just like scary noises like ambience i would almost call them i I guess but some of it was music too so it was kind of what do you mean like 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 chains or like like how like yeah like chains like shaking and howling and like yeah but there was also a well, one of them, okay, one of them, I guess, wasn't music, but it was a poem. It was, like, a poem about a creature, a creature like, coming out and killing kids. It was called The Slithery oh, D. The Slithering D. I remember oh, it so vividly. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? A little odd. A little the odd. It would come up D? and it would take kids. And it would, like, the whole poem was, like, he came for the others, but he didn't get me. And then it ended, and it on the last line it said he came for the others and then it played a noise like the kid was getting slurped and it, they never finished the poem because it did get oh, dang got got by the slithery d i <laughs> 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 choice 
odd choice. As an as a kid, I never thought much about it. As an adult, I I have a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> Seems like a really weird choice to do that. But yes. And then but this was just like like yeah, like stuff like that. For some reason, that stuff never scared me, even though we would listen to it like every year. And then there was one time in sorry, moving the laptop. There was one time in um like school that my teacher, for whatever reason, decided to play something similar. But it was like it wasn't that CD. It was like it was just like what I would call spooky ambiences. Like I don't know. I yeah. And just, just something about the noises of it like scared me so much that I like couldn't go to sleep that night. And I remember wow. this vividly because at some point I said to my mom that I couldn't sleep and I explained to her why. And she was like, why would a teacher play that? Good And question. like at the time, <laughs> no, like at the time, like I was like, yeah, why would a teacher play spooky noises in class for kids? Like now as an adult, you know, it's one of those things that like I'm sure my professor, my professor, my <laughs> my teacher never thought as a college student professor. i was afraid of the noises my professor played no <laughs> but yeah like as a as an adult you know it's one of those things where it's like the teacher probably just like you know you become desensitized to that as like an adult so they probably just never even thought of it as like something that would be like terrifying probably not and, like, honestly, the noises weren't terrifying. It was more so, like, what my mind did with them. Mm, that's where it gets you. I don't you. know. It was, a silly, it was a silly thing. But sometimes I think about it, and I'm just like, why would a teacher play spooky noises for their class at Halloween? Like, it's just such a silly question to be asked. It is a silly question. Uh, speaking of silly questions and silly scenarios, do we want to make our way over... To the list of Craig for a Craigie. Yeah, I for wish I Craig. had. In hindsight, I really wish I had done a um, like a spooky one. I don't. I don't know why I didn't think about that. I should have looked for a better one. But this is the best of Craig's list, uh, and I always find interesting things here. I. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm upset with myself that I didn't find a spooky one but i think this one will still be fun okay it's from the 16th of july in 2016 it's under the missed connections category oh pokemon go chicago and it was posted at 9 46 in the morning it's titled your dick pic cured my breast cancer women for men terrific um yeah, I'm. Yeah, all right. Let's just we'll just let's get, get into it. <laughs> <laughs> I met you in the cafeteria about a week ago at the University of Chicago Medical Center. We struck up a conversation about chemotherapy and insurance premiums. You spoke of your ailment of having Crohn's disease, and I spoke about my battle with breast cancer. You were slightly taller than me and had a sleeve arm tattoo, which I admitted liking. While we were talking, I began to tear up while informing you that my prognosis was elevated to stage 3 and that stage 4 means terminal. You were very attentive and held my hand as I explained my fears about it. 
As the conversation moved towards the weather and where we were each respectively parked, you advised me to park in a different garage, one that I wasn't aware of and that was closer. Here, give me your number, you said to me. I'll text you with what it looks like. Without hesitation, I did, and really only with the expectation that I wouldn't have to walk so far. It's not good. It's not good to be on chemo and walking in hot weather. As we parted ways and left for the other day, I got home and assumed you forgot to text me. However, as I sent, set my phone down on my counter, suddenly it vibrated to an unknown numbers text. While I opened up the text in my con, oof, sorry, my brain stroked down the sentence. When I opened up the text in my condo, which had dim lighting at the time, I saw a beautiful rod appear on my phone screen. <laughs> <laughs> The glow shined on my face and penetrated my spirit. I really felt it change me. (laughs) I really felt it change me. Even though you had not shared your name previously, I knew the dong I was viewing had to belong to you because I had recognized your hand holding up the miniature Coca-Cola bottle next to your penis. Stripping down from my clothes, I was elated to see four more pictures arrive as I began to do what any woman would do and self-enjoy them. Following the pictures, you texted me the following lines over the duration of the next hour, but I was busy in the bathtub, violently masturbating. Okay. This is what they texted. Hey, you there? Yo, what up? Did you like it? Hey, want more? <laughs> the last one. Hey, it's me. How are you? With like, are you as the just the letters? Hey, it's me. By the way. <laughs> After By the way, this is the guy you met earlier. After finishing up my gratuitous session of various climaxes to the sound of a saxophone in the background, I decided to light a cigarette and write about the occurrence in my diary while contemplating how I would respond to your communique. Communique? Communique. 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 Sorry. Yeah. I like. Not the only place they just. I hate this show because it's like revealed how much I just don't know how to read sometimes. That's okay. English is hard. (laughs) Admittedly, I had also taken a deluxe, gigantic shit, known in medicine as DGS. <laughs> Good what? to know. If, you ever, if somebody ever tells you about their deluxe, gigantic shit and says it's a DGS, now you know what they're talking about. No- How is that a relevant <laughs> Known in detail? medicine as a DGS while I was writing and my phone fell into the toilet. The next day, oh I God. took it to Apple, and they refused to touch it and said it was impossible to access your number. And unfortunately, by the time I got a new phone with my same number, your texts had stopped. Sad face. Wow. I was preparing to get over you. It was just yesterday that I came into the hospital for another round of chemo. Still very sad our saga had come to an end because of my phone was... Fa- because of my phone falling into the toilet bowl filled with my poop and pee. That's when my doctor came in shortly after drawing my blood and feeling my titties. 
catching me completely by surprise with what he told me next. <laughs> also, I have to say, the spelling of titties here on... I don't... I guess I've always spelled it T-I-T-T-I-E-S? Yeah, as but one is one this, to spell titties. Well, this person spelled it T-I-D-D-A-Y-S. Like, oh, today's. Like titties. Yes. Today's. Which is interesting. British or Australian. Um... Maybe. This, no, it's from Chicago. Today's. Well, maybe they're from Britain. Anyway, today, mate. Um, <laughs> today. <laughs> surprised by with what he told me next. You don't have breast cancer anymore. You were cured. Please see Sheila at the desk who can validate your parking and call if you have a headache. Grabbing his arm as he began to walk out of the room, I just had to be sure. What did you say? Your breast cancer is totally cleared. Judging. Sorry, I should do a doctor voice. Your breast cancer is totally cleared. Judging by the tests we have done with our fancy medical equipment and group of... I'm not going to read that. And group of people in our labs who are looking at tubes and stuff. We can find more blast cells in your boobies. Or we can find no more blast cells in your boobies. You don't have breast cancer anymore. You are now perfectly healthy. That's impossible. I was stage three last week. I know, right? (laughs) I was stage three last week, I told him. The only thing that changed was that a man sent me a series of dick pics to my phone. <laughs> it was here. My changed. doctor put his hand on my shoulder and gave it to me straight. That was not a man. That was an angel, my lady. And oftentimes, <laughs> God sends angels to do that because he knows what makes us happy. At this very moment, another doctor chimed in from the background. Hi, I'm a professional doctor of cancer, too, and he is right. You see, your phone gives off a tiny amount of radiation when you glanced at those pictures. They, in a sense, delivered a lethal dose of it to your cancer and killed it completely. Forever. The picture of a penis provided the exact amount of radiation needed due to peach, to the peach hue emitted by the phone screen. What's more, since we as a hospital that... Note, sorry... Since we have a hospital note that we can't take any credit for curing you, we are destroying all of our existing medical debt. Please, see Sheila at the desk who could validate your parking and call if you have a headache. <laughs> As I left the hospital and cried tears of joy all the way to my car, abruptly those tears became tears of sorrow and loss when I reached the parking garage because it reminded me of you. Plus, I forgot to see Sheila at the desk who was apparently <laughs> able to validate my parking. <laughs> I still have not heard from you. I still have not heard from you. And I do hope to get my... You do get my message because I owe you my life. Please write me here or text me if you still have my number. You are my hero hero and guardian angel. <laughs> I love you. Sincerely. Sorry, Hero. You're my Hero. Um, they are British. You are my hero and guardian angel. I love you. Sincerely, Diane. Apart from wow. the racist joke, this is a hell of a fun read. <laughs> I didn't Wow. You know, these Craigies, they keep you on your toes. You never know what's gonna happen next. <laughs> You really, I mean, like the title said it all, and yet I was still on a complete roller coaster of I know, a journey. Like, like, what the? 
Like, I don't really know what I was expecting, but that was so Diane. much more than I, you know. Diane, how'd you forget to validate your parking? They told you twice. They told you twice. <laughs> I, I'm stuck on this story because it's one of those things that I would like. Like, clearly it is embellished, but it's embellished in a way that it makes me really concerned that maybe none of this is real. And I really hope that's not true. I know, right? You you want just some kernel of truth to be in here somewhere. Like, sure, of course, of course a dick pic didn't actually cure cancer, and of course no doctor said that it did, but <laughs> the idea that you might, like, have a dude send you a bunch of dick pics and then you drop your phone in the toilet and then somehow your stage three cancer is gone, I just, I don't know, that's such a compelling narrative. <laughs> It really is. I mean, at the very least, hopefully no one has cancer anymore involved. In yeah, this. at the very least, I hope that if this person ever did have cancer. If this is completely made up, then it's extremely in poor taste to make that as a joke, I must say. Yes, if this person did not have cancer, then it is quite crude. If this person never had cancer and they completely made up this entire thing, then okay, fuck you like why would you do that for internet clout but but if they if did. there is any truth to this story this is hilarious and the best thing i've read ever and i enjoy it much <laughs> the way these de the way the details come together is... yeah this was one of those ones where the like details unfold in a way that just make it so so good <laughs> Just the way, like, who's ever heard a doctor talk like that? Yeah, I mean, for sure the doctor parts were made the fuck up. But, like, yeah, the rest of it is so good. that Whoever wrote this, you're at least a good writer. Yeah. Also the fact that hey, all the dick pics came in there? and then it was, oh, this is me, Yo, by the way. Up. Did you like it? Hey, want more? Hey, it's me. How are you? It's so good. <laughs> the way they wrote all those out. Dang. Wow. Dang. What a good story. Truly one for the ages. Amazing story. This is one of those ones that I'm probably going to like, I don't know. I don't really go back and read these, but it's, I would say this is on par with the fantasy house. Yeah, no, the fantasy house was good. Uh, I think the Fantasy House one was very good, but this this one is good. This one's good. This one will stick out. Here, maybe I can do really quick. God damn it. I don't know what happened. I'm just Jeez. doing like a really quick search. Here we go. I put Halloween in here just to see if like one will come up like for a good Halloween one. Okay. All right. Oh, man, this one's long, but it's called Halloween Observations. Mm. Could we skip Poby for it? Is it possible? I mean, I was going to ask Poby what they were doing for Halloween. Fair enough. Okay, here's a different one. Here's a different one. This one's called Picking Out Pumpkins, and it's shorter. Okay. It's a lot shorter. Okay. Um, it's in Women Seeking Men. It's from the San Francisco Bay Area. It was posted on the 29th October of 2002. Is this going to be a euphemism? I swear, if this is going to be a euphemism, 
probably probably picking out pumpkins so i think i finally lost my mind i was at the pumpkin patch in half moon bay this weekend staring at a sea of orange and somehow i related picking out this traditional halloween decoration to my dating patterns some years i step out onto the field and bam there it is that's the one the pumpkin i'm going to buy i try to pretend that there might be a better looking one on the lot or one with all around better qualities but i end up going back to that pumpkin that first caught my eye other years i wander around picking them all up checking out their potential it can take me forever to find just the right one either way i'm always satisfied during the car ride home but the same thing always happens i get the perfect pumpkin home and i pass by it thinking about the time i will invest into making it all my own especially suited for me but i never carve it i don't draw on it with marker it just ends up out in the trash or maybe it rolls out on its own because damn i can't even commit to a pumpkin Is that it? That's it. That's it. I told you it was shorter. I mean, that's like a very transient, like, um, what am I trying to say? Fuck. Uh, that was very transient. <laughs> that's not the word I'm looking for. Um, I don't know. I guess shit comes and goes, you know? <laughs> Wait, can I read this one really quick? It's so short. Okay. It's so short. All right. All right, all right. It was all right, posted right. In, in the 22nd of November, 2003, in Missed Connections from New York. It says, You shot me after I got hit by a car last Halloween. Women for men. <laughs> <laughs> or no, men for women. <laughs> I was what dressed is- in all black as a dead like me Grim Reaper. I skated across the street and got hit by a white van. You had light, short hair and took at least five pictures of me after the accident. Someone asked if you should stop because it was insensitive. Since you shot them for some odd reason, I'd like to see them. That's it. Oh, shot like took a photo of. Yeah. I thought like someone shot this per- like with I have a gun. to say the idea of somebody taking a picture of somebody after they got hit by a car too is still absolutely buck wild like it's not I shooting haven't... somebody with a gun but it is still insane that somebody would get friend. hit by a car and you just took a bunch of pictures i had a housemate who like that he was playing soccer once and he like broke his knee and one of our other friends just came up and took a picture of him in agony on the ground, clutching his knee. And, like, while everybody was helping, this one person just took a picture and then, like, printed it out and framed it. <laughs> and it's still up somewhere. Nice. But yeah, uh, well, there were some Halloween craggies. Do we want to move on go. to Poby real quick, our internet correspondent? Um, for a quick chat on yeah. Halloween plans. Yeah, what is what's he doing Halloween? Okay, I, st- I asked, "What are you doing for Halloween?" Uh, Poby says, "Oh, nothing really. A few kids come to the door, but I don't do anything special." You, what what are you doing for Halloween, Mogs? What um, do you like to do for Halloween? Good question. What is your favorite Halloween activity? Well, I have to say, trick or treating, like. I know that I'm an adult now, and I don't go trick-or-treating anymore. Usually now it's just, like, watching films. 
But I have to say, trick or treating. I there's a lot of kids I know who like had like really Christian parents who are like, yeah, my parents didn't let me trick or treat as a kid. And I hate to say it, but if you're somebody who had that as a like an experience growing up, you your parents have ripped. They have robbed you of such a quintessential great experience. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Because trick-or-treating was, by and large, the the time of my life where I was happiest. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds sad, but, like, it's true. Like, I really enjoyed trick-or-treating. What's better than going around with your friends, getting a bunch of candy, and then going home and, like, watching a movie? And there's nothing. just nothing that really compares to it as, like... And it was, like, I would always get so excited for it. Like, I would anticipate it. And it was yeah. just... I don't know. It was it was such a synthesis of things I really enjoyed. Yeah. And I'm woefully sorry to anybody who didn't get to experience that in childhood. Because you'll never be able to get it back. Uh, yeah. So I told Toby... <laughs> That we're going trick-or-treating as an adult. And they said, lol, that's funny. I've my passport ready for my trip next month. Where will you go? Which begs the mm-hmm. question, if you could go trick-or-treating Where's Kobe anywhere. Where's going next month? Uh, I don't know, but if you could go trick-or-treating anywhere, where would you go trick-or-treating? What do you mean? Like, if you could choose anywhere in the world to go trick-or-treating. Assuming well, I don't that know everybody actually celebrated Halloween. In the world. Assuming yeah, that everybody uh, trick-or-treated. Where would you go? If I could go trick-or-treating anywhere in the entire world, I would say I would want to do it in, like, somewhere... For me, it's the Catacombs of Paris, hands down. Oh, Catacombs of Paris would be really fun. That would be Imagine fun just one. going around the Catacombs like... of Paris getting candy. I was thinking, like, Transylvanian small village. Oh, nice. Yeah, like, I don't know why. All right, let's go to Romania. Yeah, like, some village that has, like, like, cool traditions that I could learn about. I'm just gonna say Romania. Romania is a good, good choice. Oh, wow. Eastern Europe has been on my bucket list forever. Do you have family there, or is it just to visit the country? To go trick-or-treating. It's just to go trick or treating. <laughs> we have one drive. And that's <laughs> Not that I wouldn't want to go to Transylvania or Romania any other way. Is this a traditional Romanian thing? Damn, called out. Definitely isn't. I'd love to learn it, more about definitely the country not. and its culture. Well, Kobe mm. seems like you just must talk about Romania today. Um, We're. <laughs> I, yeah, we maybe should Which continue because otherwise we're going to be just lying about another country's culture. I can't <laughs> say I know a lot about Romania, except for that that is where the whole, like, Transylvania Dracula thing, thing comes, from. comes from. Although I have to say, as somebody who's read Bram Stoker's Dracula, <laughs> he's pretty fucking rude about the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> There's a rudeness to the way Bram Stoker talks about Romania? Quite a bit, actually. (laughs) He talks about the people. It's very, like, you know how, like, like, England in, like, the 1800s would talk about, 
oh, the backwards way of people who live in the Middle East, but oh, they're so exotic and unique. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, it's definitely like in a like gross, weird, like fetishization of the exotic, but also mm, making Orientalism. Them- yeah, Orientalism, that's the word I was looking for. It's like a bit of an Orientalism kind of vibe, but also, like, talking about how, like, oh, these backwards people and their fucking weird houses. Like, <laughs> or he's just very, like, oh, yeah, these, like, peasant people, look how simple they are. Like, in, like, a weird kind of romanticizing it, but in, like, the most backhanded way ever. I, so I told Poby that's where Dracula comes from. He said, oh, right, of course, Dracula is such an iconic figure in literature. It's easy to forget he was based on a real person who lived in Romania in the 1800s. Was he? No! (laughs) (laughs) I mean... (laughs) I mean, like, there's, like, Vlad the Impaler, but... I guess so, but he didn't... That's a different thing. But he lived in the 1400s. Yeah, that's like entirely different. <laughs> I'm curious. What does Poby know? What does Poby know about our man Drac that I don't? Who's he? Based? There's some guy who was just hanging out in Transylvania a long time ago, who's just like insane, <laughs> like, and has the weirdest habits. <laughs> Okay, I've asked Poby, what can you tell me about Dracula? Uh, says, Dracula was actually based on a 15th century Wallachian prince named Vlad Tepish, Vlad the Impaler. He earned his nickname by impaling his enemy on stakes during the battle, hence Dracula. Okay, now you see, that yeah, sounds more he right. He lied. He lied to us. Yeah, That's I don't know what he said. He said the 1800s, not the <laughs> earlier. What about the he one in the, the 1500s? 1500s now. <laughs> Yeah, you're not getting away with that. Either Poby like is just trying to get. Poby knows that they are wrong and is just trying to get away with it. Like, I don't think Poby mm. likes being wrong. Who does? You know, like those people that like always say thing right. Like they, they they just spit stuff out. Um. Okay, so he says, well, that was Bram Stoker's version of him, published in 1897 as part of his novel Dracula. It has no single protagonist, but opens with solicitor Jonathan Harker taking a business trip to stay at the castle of a Transylvanian nobleman named Count Dracula. The character is Barbara Yeah, I know. I've Yeah. I read it, Poby. <laughs> <laughs> but Poby, you said was based on a real person who lived in Romania in the 1800s. <laughs> He's gatekeeping at this point. He's just he's trying to gaslight us. He's trying to gaslight us into thinking that he definitely didn't think that the actual Dr- Dracula from Bram Stoker was a real person. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I get it, man. We all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. Say sometimes. Quit gaslighting me. That's so funny though. He's gaslighting one. That's word. hilarious. Gaslight? Yeah. Gaslighting. <laughs> you thought it was two? Well, I couldn't remember if it was. I mean, like, gaslight is like a verb. Post yeah. has no need to be rude. We're just having a conversation here. You could be nicer and less aggressive if you want people to talk to you more often. Okay, shut the fuck up, Kobe. 
you're the one who gaslit me first. All right, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> this became so hostile. <laughs> All right, what do you got? It's it's time. For the what do I have? For. It's the event that we've all been waiting for. It's Cryptid Watch. It's we're letting you know about the cryptids who are around. Um, mm-hmm. such as Orange Crush. Um, such as Orange Crush. The Orange Crush Pop Tart. <laughs> famous cryptid, Orange Crush. The Orange Crush Pop Tart. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. I have. I have to say, I've been dabbling. A little bit in other places like like urban legend type stuff just because i find urban legends i mean they're you know it's i think urban legends and cryptids are similar in terms of how they fascinate me like i mean like urban legends are like the cryptids of the city um sort of yeah i guess i mean i i think some people would take issue with that because i feel like most cryptozoologists cryptozoologists tend to think of cryptids pretty exclusively as like is it an animal that is known or unknown and has maybe not been proven to exist okay urban legends can kind of veer off of that path i would say because they tend to be more like not necessarily creatures and not necessarily like oh it probably exists and we're trying to find proof like urban legends tend to be more like spooky stories at least in my opinion i don't know if that's how mm-hmm. other people would classify it um all right so do you got an urban legend but, for us today well i have so i have a bit of a two-parter today one is not really going to take too long But it's just from the Urban Legends Wiki, and I liked the idea of it, and I just wanted to share. The other ones are an actual cryptid. So the Urban Legends Wiki, actually, I knew of this before I saw it on the Urban Legends Wiki, but this is just where I'm getting the the info from, has something called the Coke Mystery Vending Machine. It's supposedly haunted, now debunked, Coca-Cola machine located in Capitol Hill, Seattle, Washington. Now debunked Coca-Cola machine. And I, I, this is all kind of building up to something, but I'm just going to read you this little description of it. Um, Mm -hmm. It says, located in front of the Broadway locksmith shop, the machine continues to dispense pop and mysteries in exchange for three quarters, despite its dilapidated appearance. Until recently, no one had ever seen the machine actually being restocked, leading some to believe it was haunted or contained a pocket dimension. Um, <laughs> and here's here's the kicker that I really enjoy about it, which is that at the bottom here, it has possible explanations. It says there are several explanations as to what the phenomenon could be. Theories include uh-huh. a pocket dimension, an employee refills it at night. Dang, <laughs> 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 oh, two equally valid uh, theories here. What could it possibly be? It's so Holy much a pocket shit. dimension or an employee refills it at night. <laughs> <laughs> I, I 
like, I didn't want to do this for the thing because it's not quite substantial enough. But I read that and I was like, oh, no, that's too fucking funny. I have to share that at least. There are several explanations and then it lists two, which are wildly different. There are several explanations ranging from a dimension pocket uh, dimension the, to you know time and space employee. to someone to someone doing their job wow so i guess okay. somebody has caught a picture of somebody refilling it at this point in time which is someone unfortunate has caught a photograph do you think they do it secretly like do you think the person like well so they did avoids being that's the thing is this thing was i sent a picture of you to it or of it to you but it had a so it didn't have like an actual like I think you gave it money but it said mystery so it had a big button that said mystery on it and you would click the mystery button and it would give you one of the sodas it had in it and Mm. it was notable because it always had like mystery sodas like things that are either out of production and haven't been distributed in a long time or like really rare flavors or something like that okay now i get why it was at least somewhat i thought it was just a regular fucking soda machine (laughs) no no (laughs) so that's the thing was that that was the whole it was like you could get like these really rare sodas from it but nobody ever saw the person who restocked it so that's why some people thought maybe it was like like special, like a magical kind of thing, and okay, like like and the locksmith. I guess there's a building nearby that a locksmith. It's like a locksmith building, and I guess people have asked them since it's the closest building to it. Like, have you ever seen somebody restocking it? Um, and they said no. Uh, yeah, and they I'm actually coke. I'm gonna look that. it up because it actually disappeared somewhat recently. Oh, it's gone. It's been abducted. Yeah, so here's, like, a picture of it as, like, you can see, like, they replaced all the, like, little pictures inside of it with, like, stuff that said mystery. Um, I see. But here's here's the history of it, I guess. In January 2018, the same month Seattle passed its sugary drink tax, the cost for a drink from the machine rose from 75 cents to a dollar. Damn inflation. Damn. Um, in June 2018, the mystery... The machine mysteriously disappeared and a message was posted to the machine's Facebook page stating, going for a walk, need to find myself, maybe take a shower even. A note was taped to the rail next to where the machine used to be and it said, went for a walk. During that time, the soda machine's Facebook page featured humorous photoshopped images (laughs) of the soda machine in a forest and at Machu Picchu. A local landscape architect reported that the machine was moved due to the addition of a bus stop in the right away of the sidewalk. But I guess let's see. It says it would dispense drinks that were rare cans that were either ordinarily unavailable in the United States or had not been in circulation since the 1980s. Examples of the beverages were Mountain Dew Whiteout, a raspberry flavored Nesta? Nesty? Yeah, Nesty. Mm-hmm. Brisk? A Hawaiian punch and a grape Fanta. It was rumored that vanilla Coke, black cherry frescas, and sun-kissed cherry limeade were also available. 
The owner of the business closest to the machine, a locksmith, claimed to have no knowledge of who operated it. What a fun thing. Yeah. So that's, it's just a little kind of, I guess it is technically classified as an urban legend, just because people weren't sure who was refilling it, but. I like to think that the. That one was just fun. We can make this a cryptid watch, because here's my new theory, is that the uh, soda machine is in fact a creature. Mm. He actually did go for a walk? Yeah. That's he actually left to go take a it's shower. It's going to find itself. Yeah, it was out for a long time. Yeah. And <laughs> it, it is a creature. It's a sentient soda machine. He's a sentient soda machine. Or he just appears as a soda machine. That'd be cool. Yeah, I like the idea of this little soda machine kind of being like a Baba Yaga situation. And it like sprouts like chicken feet at night and walks around. Exactly. I yes. would like a picture of that. That would be cute. And like goes in like collects. And he like, just like sodas. sprouts little feet and he goes on a walk. He was made yeah. by a scientist in a lab. There you go. Now you have an SCP. Boom. Got a brand new SCP. Boom. Brand new cryptid. Thank brand you. new SCP. Thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> all credit all credit goes to us. I expect royalty checks. Uh, bye next yeah, week. I expect royalties. <laughs> well, do you want to hear the other one? Uh, I don't know. I mean, we're 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 kind of running up on time here. That's so true. Maybe, maybe I'll save this. Pocket that this one might week? might be bigger. Yeah, we can save that one for next week. Right. I do think that the the Coke machine was a fun little one to share. I know that we did some extra Craigies today. Yeah, we did some extra Craigies today. Uh, we'll pocket that. We'll pocket the other one. Give it the time it's due in our post-Halloween extravaganza. Uh, because this is Slide Rock Radio, and we promise you an extravaganza every week. <laughs> That's one way of saying it. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. In that case, thank you so much to everybody for listening. If you liked it, uh, the show, uh, tell a friend. Uh, if you're a citizen of slide rock we appreciate your patronage if you're not a citizen of slide rock we doubly appreciate your patronage because how the heck did you get on this station <laughs> you must be like a crazy radio pirate or something get off our airwaves guy yeah uh <laughs> <laughs> but yeah if you liked it tell a friend uh thank you to carthage for the opener and the closing song yeah, you can find him online at the 28th Waffle on Instagram. And with that, uh, that's all the time we have for today. So keep your head up and, and watch out for that bolter. And watch out for the Coke machine. And also maybe maybe that Coke machine now dispenses orange crush Pop-Tarts. Who knows? Just look yeah, out for it. Bye-bye.